I got a uh, Shiloh the other day. Someone told me he lives in, a, in an apartment building in Tinek, and he heard that even though there is an Eruv in Tinek, that his apartment, that Rav Shechter holds, that he needs to make a separate Eruv within his apartment building, even though there is a community Eruv. So he wanted to know, does he in fact have to do that? Does Rav Shechter actually hold that way? And does he have to do that? And how do you do it? So forgetting how you, how you do it, it's very easy to do. But let's discuss why one would have to do that. If there's a community Eruv, why wouldn't that cover everything, including uh, the apartment building? Why would you have to make a separate Eruv in the apartment building? So to back up a step, we need to understand a little bit about what Eruv Chatz is really all about. When we put up the strings and we make the Tzuras HaPesach and the walls around an entire community, we're transforming the community into a Rishos HaYachad Midor Raisa. So on a Doraisa level, at that point, you're allowed to carry anywhere within the uh, the community. However, Shlomo Melech was Mesakein, Eruv Chatzeros, Kaman Shabbos, Daf Yudalar and Beis, tells us that uh, when Shlomo Melech was Mesakein, Eruv Chatzeros, the Baskal came out and approved of it, that it was a good decision to be Mesakein, Eruv Chatzeros, that in addition to uh, setting up Mechitzos, you need to also make an Erev Chatzeros, which is that everybody, that all of the Jewish people who believe in uh, Erevin have to, uh, that, that all live in the community, and assuming they're the exclusive group that lives in the community, so they all uh, contribute some matzah or some bread to the, uh, to, to the uh, Erev, and uh, the uh, entire collection is stored in one of the houses in that area, and therefore we view everybody as if they live in that one house, and that takes away even the Yisra that you would normally have to carry from one house to another. Once you have more than 18 people, you don't have to keep increasing the shear of the amount that you use. So once it's more than 18 people, you can use one box of matzahs and that covers, uh, that covers the entire community. You just change the matzah every year. Once a year, typically you change the matzah. So the, uh, the Gemara in Shabbos tells us Shlomo Melch made this takana and the Rambam explains that the idea of making the takana was that people should uh, be reminded about the dinim of, uh, of carrying on Shabbos. So we don't actually require every single household in a Rosh Hashanah to actually give some bread toward the Eruv. Instead, we do it uh, through Zachan Adam Shalom B'fanav. They have two people get together. One person takes the box of matzahs, gives it to the other person. The other person is Zocha on behalf of everybody, on behalf of the entire community. And that way, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Eruv is, uh, is made and people are allowed to carry in that area. Doing that uh, pr- procedure uh, requires a bracha, al mitzvah's Eruv, uh, prior to doing the procedure. And then you say, Bahadena Ruva, you know, that with this Eruv, we're hereby, uh, you know, allowing ourselves to be able to uh, to carry in this entire area. However, even that only works if all of the people within that community are people who be- who are Jewish and believe in Torah Shabbat Peh. They believe in Erevin. But if there are people who are either not Jewish or don't believe in Erevin, then they don't get included in an Erev Chatzero. So there is a separate procedure to cover those people as well. And that is what's called Schiras Roshos. That a person has to rent the apartments, the homes, the common areas like the streets and the parks from every non-Jewish and uh, non-believing in Erevin person uh, that resides in that town. That's what's called Schiras Roshos. So how do you rent, you know, to go and knock on every door and rent the rishos of every single person's part? That would be nearly uh, impossible. That would be mamish impossible. So the Shulchan Aruch says what we do is we find someone who is uh, the Sar Ha'ir, someone who can represent everybody, and uh, that, and we are, do a schirus rishos 
from that person because uh, the, uh, the the basis of the, of going to the Sarah ear, the Shulchan says, is that and why is he allowed to rent out somebody else's house? The Sarah ear has his own house, maybe very big and nice house, but how could he rent out everybody else's house in the whole neighborhood? So the basis is that the Sarah ear we assume has the the right to uh, to to take over to commandeer someone's home and and put soldiers there if they need uh, if the military needs that soldiers need to stay there and uh, to keep a military equipment in those homes. So since he has rights to everybody's home, so mainly he could be the representative of everybody else. Problem is that uh, we have a constitution in the United States that does not allow for the government to do that. The government is not allowed to actually put soldiers in our homes. And in the democracy, Schirus Rishos is not so partial. They say that Rav Yashiv was actually quite hesitant about doing a Schirus Rishos in a democracy. Or Frank and or Zion says, no, Schirus Rishos is easier in a democracy because when you have a government that is uh, by the people, for the people, the, the, the government officials are the people. They are the representatives of the people. So it's, uh, it's better in a democracy because then the, the people, maybe in a, in, in a, when you're not dealing with a democracy, every time the person leaves office, you have to do a new Schirus Rishos. But in a democracy, it's not about the person. It's about that that person represents all the people. And therefore, maybe it's even better to do a Schirus Rishos in a uh, in a democracy, um, the uh, there is a, Rabbi Jackson writes in an article he quotes to say for Tikvas Zacharia who paskins that the city government in America has the right to lease private homes for Skirus Rishos because local governments are allowed to search homes, they're allowed to inspect private homes, they're allowed to uh, you know uh, eminent domain. You have uh, certain things that they're allowed to do that rights that they have in the homes, and therefore Skirus Rishos is going to work. Rav Shachter uh, is not so sure that that's true. The rights of eminent domain are very, very rarely used as in never, and very difficult to apply in, uh, in, in, in a way that is, uh, that is legal um, and uh, therefore Rav uh, Paskins, that it's us or, since if no one has the rights to the non-Jews home or to the non-believing Jews home uh, then, uh, then no one could do other than them, other than the, the non-Jew himself, and therefore you would not be, if no one could do for them, you would not be allowed to carry into their homes Right on uh, on on Shabbos. Now the the public streets that you could have a government official do shows because police close off public streets all the time. They put out those orange cones and they start directing traffic. And all of a sudden, the lane that I was allowed to use, all of a sudden, I'm not allowed to use anymore. So anyone who has a right to do that could do a schirus rishos of all the public streets and all the parks and things like that, but not of people's private homes. Uh, Rav Willig uh, the, uh, Shlita holds that schirus rishos in a democracy, mm, there are kulas, but it's somewhat shvach, and that's why he personally doesn't rely on any community even because they all rely on the schirus rishos, which is, uh, which is difficult in a democracy. And then even even if you're going to rely on schirus rishos, which we do in all of our community even you have to figure out which government official to use, right? Should it be the Police chief, should it be the mayor? Should it be uh, Rabbi Jackson's whole article? Maybe it should be the president of the United States, right? Should it be that? Is that, is that better or worse? Um, uh, Rabbi Willig thought that the, the, the chief of the fire department is the best person to use because he can really go into any house uh, whenever there's a, uh, there's, uh, there's a fire hazard. He can go into to any house. Rabbi Heinemann said he did the uh, Erev in Baltimore with the governor of the state of Maryland. Um, so a lot of times there's a practice that they try to they try to do from as many different people as they uh, as they possibly can just to sort of cover uh, all the bases. Skirus does expire 
at a certain point in time. Usually they do it in like a 20-year interval. So uh, you have to remember to re-up it after, uh, after 20 years. So Rabbi Jack the 17 they have a note 2036 that they have to, uh, they have to redo the, uh, the Skiras Rishos. So where does that uh, leave us as far as the apartment building? What would be the issue with the apartment building? So if Shatzah Shita with the apartment building is that even if you're doing the Skiras, it's the same Shita we just mentioned before, that even if you're doing the Skiras Rishos on all of the streets and all of the parks and everything else, you can't do the Skiras Rishos of somebody's home because nobody has the right to go into that person's home. Even police don't have the right to go into the person's home without a warrant. So since the police don't have the right to go into the person's home without a warrant, any Skiras Rishos is not going to help you to enable you to carry in that uh, in that person's home. And police are similarly not even allowed to go, if you have an apartment building with a lock on the door or with a doorman or something like that, they can stop the police from walking through the halls of that building. You're not allowed in here. We're not, we're not, we're not without a warrant. They don't, have, uh, they don't have to let you in. So if they don't have to let the police in, then you can't the Shos is not going to cover those areas. So uh, it would turn out that you would need your own separate Shiras uh, Rishos in the apartment building from anyone who can have actual Rishos in the apartments in the apartment building. Who Taka does have Rishos? So if the apartments come with refrigerators, let's say, so then uh, the landlord is storing his refrigerators in all the apartments. Ah, so then you could do a Shiras Rishos from the landlord because he's keeping stuff in uh, in all the apartments. So you would have to do a separate Shiras uh, Rishos to uh, to allow the apartment building if you hold that the Shiras, that the the right of police uh, to come in with a warrant is not enough, or the fire department's not enough, which Rav Shachal said it's not enough, and there, therefore it would also turn out another big chumrah. Forget about the apartment building, that you need a separate schirus just for the apartment building. It would also turn out that if, let's say, you know, there's, a, what's the word, orthoprax, right, that there are people that don't believe in anything, but they send their kids to yeshivas and they daven in uh, in, uh, in orthodox shuls because they enjoy the kiddush club, and they, but they don't believe in Erevin, they don't believe in any of the Torah Shabbat, you're not allowed to carry anything into their house either, because uh, there was no schirus shows, no could do a schirus for them, so you should not be allowed to carry into their house either. The public places you're allowed to carry, but lecharu would turn out that you're not allowed to carry into a non-Jew's house. You're not allowed to carry into a non-religious Jew's or a non-believing Jew's house either. The the kasha on this whole thing, though, on this whole chumrah, is that uh, it would also turn out that the front yards of uh, of every non-Jew and uh, non-believing Jew is uh, needs a schirus rishos. And you can't do a skirus rishos, so that the, the, their front yards are also ushered, and that's nifrats bimiluo to the whole area where the erev is supposed to cover. And whenever you have an area that's ushered, that's nifrats bimiluo to, to a makom that's mutter, that's totally wide open to a makom that's mutter, so that's a problem. So, uh, so that's a kasha on this uh, on, the, on this whole mahalik. Nevertheless, Roshach holds this way. I was told that Rosh and Ravazner hold this way as well. So that's what it's based on the idea that uh, if you don't rely and the chief of uh, police and the fire department chief to be able to do a schirus rishos, uh, then uh, you would you would require in the apartment buildings a separate schirus rishos. But the other chumrah that goes along with that is you would also not be allowed to carry anything into your orthoprax friend's home or into any non-Jew's home either. Okay.